Welcome to Tony Talks Humanity Matters. This is Tony Julian, your host, and I'm here to introduce a very special person, someone who's been in my life for several years now, a really good guy who wears his heart on his sleeve, which I admire about him. He is John Herringer. He's the chief motivator of Method 3 Fitness and has been making impact and changing lives since 2004. That's a long time. He founded Method 3 Fitness in 2010 with a mission to inspire people to improve the way they move, eat, and think so they can achieve their goals, live their best version of themselves, and live stronger for today. He's a certified personal trainer and strength and conditioning specialist by the National Strength Conditioning Association. When he's not helping steer the Method 3 ship, he enjoys spending time with his wife, Sarah, and their three boys, Jackson, with an X, so cute, Brennan, and Rylan, and traveling with them on fun outdoor adventures. So welcome, John. Thank you very much, Tony. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it's really my pleasure. I appreciate your time. So as a chief motivator in the fitness area, I was so impressed with how you handled this very human experience of owning a gym. And it's way more than a gym. I'm just kind of encapsulating that for right now. You can go into that. Uh, But it's such a human experience. And you have had such heart, which you have been just so transparent about and very communicative with your with your partners, with the people that work with you at Method 3. And I've just been watching this last year, kind of witnessing how this has unfolded for you. And it just seemed like um, you handled it with such authenticity um, that that is one of the things that admires me and and such perseverance. Mm. So I thought our listeners would be really interested in hearing about your story from the perspective of, of being in this situation and this experience, and then kind of what that's done for you personally, how's it, how's it changed your, your outlook? Mm. So if you could Mm -hmm. maybe start with uh, your personal journey and why you started method three in the first place. Sure. Yeah. So I have um, been an athlete uh, most of my life, but in the middle years, middle school years, I was not the most fit kid uh, in the class, we'll put it that way. So um, I kind of fell into fitness and I started using a lot in my life with <clears throat> weights and kind of proper nutrition and really realized how much you know it could change, not just your physical body, but how you felt. Uh, and kind of carried that through high school into college. And I was always of the, the kind of, I don't know what to say, conservative route of what I was going to do. I really enjoy, I'm a very analytical guy. So I really enjoy, enjoyed uh, pre-law at the time is what I was studying. So political science, mm-hmm. uh, love languages. I was, I was minoring in Spanish, but the whole time at Santa Barbara, I was studying uh, personal training as well. Just how the body works and nutrition. Those were like my fun classes. And it wasn't until I was, you know, this close to going to law school, I graduated Santa Barbara and was like, I don't think that's what I want to do with my life. And, you know, that was a fun conversation with my, with my parents, but they were very supportive. <laughs> um, uh-huh, I bet. And uh, it was very, it was very interesting. Dad was very much so like, well, maybe you can go to law school and, and be a trainer on the weekends. And mom was like, well, what does your heart tell you to do? And she was very much so kind of like the passion player. Like, look, at the end of the day, you're young. If this doesn't work out, you go back to law school. So, um, and so I, 
I kind of hit the ground running. I worked within the health club industry, worked my way up from front desk to managing a few different clubs, and then um, realized that to make the impact that I wanted to make the way I wanted to make it, um, I needed to do my own thing. So I left that company and a uh, few years of kind of finding, or not a few years, a few months, thankfully, of just kind of finding myself and what was going to happen next. Um, worked with, I think, 2010, 2010. And then 2011, we were able to secure our own space uh, for fast action training. And it's kind of been a, a fun, wild ride ever since. In 2017, we rebranded to become Method 3 Fitness. And it wasn't so much a changing of who we were. It was just telling the world who we were in a much better way. Uh, and so I think that was, uh, it's been a really key part of us, you know, staying on brand and on point and kind of having some great litmus tests for what works for us and what doesn't as a business, what aligns with us and what doesn't. Um, and it's really helped us, I think, attract just a fantastic group of people, both employees and our partners. This is partners is what we call our members, uh, as you know. So, uh, and that's it. Here we are now, almost uh, 11 years in this June, and I've never been happier to be able to celebrate another year in business uh, uh, than I will be this year. So. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah for that. Well, I think yeah. you have all of these partners rooting for you, and perhaps <laughs> that's part of the the success behind it. And, you know, this, uh, I've gotten to know your, your company really well also, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it, it is very unique. I think the, you know, when you talk about um, making it a, a better version of what it was before, to me, it just seems like it's so inclusive with, I mean, it's not just looking at your customers as customers, they are your partners and yeah. um, caring so deeply about them, that that has impressed me. And um, how you help with the nutrition, it's not just come to the gym and work out, we're going to take your membership. You keep people engaged and motivated and and successful to the, the best ability that they can be, given mm -hmm. whatever situation that they're in. So I've just really watched that and, and loved it. And so um, I'm, I have my own ideas as far as what I think makes you truly unique. What would you say the one thing is that sets you apart from maybe other just typical either big yeah. box or smaller yeah. smaller gyms? What do you think that is? That, what's that formula? You know, as as cliche as it may sound, I just think that like uh, if I were to boil it down just off the cuff, I think it's just that we care. And um, not to say that other coaches or fitness communities or whatnot don't care, but I think the the level of at which we care collectively as a team about our partners, about each other, our partners for us, um, we call it a fitness family. And I honestly believe that. I mean, we just, one of our core values is take care of the family, whether that's taking care of our, each other as, as a team or our partners and, and vice versa. Um, so I, I think that's the care to sum it up in a word, but I think that care kind of lends itself to creating this, this unbelievable community. Um, what I probably follow up, follow it up with. Yeah. yeah I think it really um, most certainly shows and 
you know, I've watched it, seen the news reports, I think at the end of 2020, the end of last year, something like 15% of gyms went out of business, 25% that were smaller, like single location gyms or single activity gyms, like a lot of these spin studios and things mm-hmm. like that. They just, they just, they didn't make it. And so to watch the the perseverance and the things that you you had to keep pivoting right yeah. rules kept changing how how did that play out for you that was that was a challenge i think w- one of the reasons i started uh method 3 fitness uh, as an entrepreneur is because i get to call the shots i get to make the decisions and so it was a that was the uncertainty and and the ability to not really make decisions the way, I mean, I still had, was able to make decisions, but ultimately someone else was kind of calling me the shots in terms of what I was allowed to do. Mm-hmm. And that's never really been the case. So to, to make decisions within that ever evolving framework was a bit challenging and very frustrating at times. Um, and it was as much as it was logistically challenging to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to make ends meet, it was, I think, emotionally challenging as well to grapple with the fact that so much was out of my control. Um, you know, so it was a constant trying to refocus, not just staying positive as, as best I could, but trying to continue to focus on what what was it I I did have in my power to change or to make decisions upon. Um, so that was, you know, between I think the way the way I got through that was. Uh, a lot of dialogue with uh, inner dialogue with myself, my wife, my, my parents, my other mentors and friends, my team, um, and kind of just collectively trying to our partners, lots of feedback and surveys and uh, just trying to figure out what the best plan of action would be to move forward and then doing our best to get that information and then make a decision. Because to me, it was, I have a tendency to sometimes get over analytical and at at this point, it was like, well, we don't have that luxury of time. We have to just execute. And even if it's not perfect, it's okay. We can improve it. Um, but we have to we have to execute and keep moving forward. And it was one of those things where I just felt like uh, health and fitness is, to me, essential and always has been. And, you know, I might be biased, but I, I really believe that because I believe it permeates when you impact your health, like your, your, your fitness, your nutrition and your mindset, which is what we focus on in method three, right? Trying to help people improve that. I believe down to my you know, soul that that impacts and permeates every aspect of your life, right? You, you sleep better, you feel better, you look better physically, that improves your confidence, your self-esteem. You end up probably being able to communicate better because you're in a better mood. You have better relationships with your kids, your spouse. I mean, one of the favorite testimonials I'll never forget reading was of a mom that was a member of ours that had come in kind of with wanting to make some changes, but not thinking she could do it. And this is what her, her kind of testimonial read through on, on Yelp. And she, um, she subsequently had lost like 15 pounds of us. And for her, that was, that was a lot. She wasn't, she was tall and, and not, you know, kind of petite to begin with, but that was a lot for her from, and she hadn't lost it before. And she had this baby weight, but it wasn't even about that. She said the biggest thing that she got from it. <laughs> I easily get emotional when I think about this story. And, and I think this conversation is just 
dredging up lots of emotions from the last year. But yeah. she, she said that the number one thing that she was so proud of um, was that she felt like she was a better mom because she mm-hmm. was able to communicate better with her kids and get down to their level. Mm-hmm. And she was so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> mm-hmm. so for me, that was like, this is what we do. And I try to remember that. And I think during this pandemic, it was like, you know, if people don't have us, they're going to feel lost. They're going to feel like not tethered to their community. They're going to feel not fit, not healthy, not strong, not mentally healthy. And it's like, we need to deliver. And this is our, if, if we've ever been called upon to fulfill our purpose and serve, it's now. Um, and so I was just so, but it's one thing to think that and, and want to act on that. And it's another thing to be able to have a team that can help me act on it. And so I am indebted to this unbelievably resilient and adaptable team that just has stayed with me for the past year to now get to the point where we feel like, okay, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to make it through this thing. Um, you know, but I mean, they could have, any one of them could have easily said, it's too hard. I give up. It's too much. Right. Easily. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, sorry, that was a super long answer, but I, I just, uh... I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's what I love about you, John. And the, everything that you said totally resonates as being true. And, and that's why you are the person you are. And, and do you see that right there? Mm-hmm. That's your tunnel of light. That's the light at the I end love of your it. tunnel. I love it. Yes, it is. That's why I bought that is that is that you are um, a man of service to your community. You're a leader who bring people together of like minds to be of service to the community. And that level of like love and consciousness is gold. It is absolutely gold. Appreciate and that. all this stuff can come and go, right? And I'm not minimizing it. It's been really tough for people. Um, but 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 that is like your secret sauce. Like you love mm-hmm. people. And yeah. um, and it is a service. And and, and I can relate to it because I'm in that similar health mm-hmm. nutrition field, personal trainer, know all the workings, analytical mind, right? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> So, so I get all that, but, but there's also this very um, superhuman side of you. You've developed a culture that has allowed that to flourish. That, that to me is like the, the biggest thing. So mm. congratulations to you. I'm just like, you know, b- because I know everyone there and because I have seen, I don't know all your partners, but I've done, you yeah. know, our sampling events with our food products mm-hmm. there and things. I just have this... Um, you know, you get, you get a sense, you get, you, you pick yep. up on the amazing energy there. And so that's really fabulous. And, and I think, um, because you, you can be emotional about it. That's when things happen, right? It's like, you believe so strongly in it. It's, it's down to your core <laughs> and that's when yep. people can, can make changes. And, and so I think, I think that that ties into inspiring other people, Mm-hmm. right when when you can feel it and they can feel it and they have that oh okay i can see this you know you're showing me this way um mm-hmm. which is really really quite amazing so um do you have any special like routines or rituals or things that you've done to keep yourself um grounded sane uh you know are, are there any things that you do in your day that is okay taking care of john time 
Yes. Um, I'm a big routine, routine guy. So <clears throat> I think for me, it was always carving out some time to make sure that I was playing with the kids and getting down to their level. Um, it was very easy, especially in the first six months, just to get lost in work. There was always something to do. Um, and I tried not to take for granted the, the benefit, you know, crazy, crazy benefit, but benefit of having the whole family, you know, indoors together, like for extended periods of time. <laughs> so, um, you know, and so I just, I think it was always making sure I took time to do that and be present with them. Uh, took some unwind time, you know, told myself it was okay if I wanted to watch a Netflix show or a movie or just like normal things that we can do and not, and, and be okay turning off because I think I, um, you know, I'm very grateful for my team to help kind of shoulder the, the burden of keeping this thing moving forward. But I, I felt very uh, compelled and obligated to, you know, as they were taking care of our partners, it's my job to keep this thing going and take care of them. So that is hard for me to turn off sometimes and give myself the grace to say, you don't have to be on 24 seven with some of this. Um, so time with the kids, time just, you know, completely zoning, tuning out, exercising for whatever that would mean. Um, in June, I, I unfortunately doing kind of a normal workout, I herniated my L5 S1 uh, disc. And so I always, I thought it was getting better. And then all of a sudden my left leg started going numb. And so that was a pretty tough hurdle because I couldn't really do a lot around the house. I had to get an epidural injection and pretty much just go back to doing nothing but physical therapy and walking. And so to take a, someone who was used to doing a lot of crazy intense fitness and then say, Hey, you can walk. And that's, that's pretty much it. And it was like, okay, let me find the love of walking then. So it was, <laughs> it was a great, it was just kind of like challenge upon challenge upon challenge. I'm like, okay, this is, I'm just being tested as, as is everyone this year. But um, so it was just some type of feel good thing, whether it was a walk, whether it was getting out and trying to get some sunshine, whether it was watching my kids play or playing with them. Uh, even if physically I couldn't do what I wanted to do, uh, I could still be active in some way, shape or form. So I became kind of obsessed with just making sure I could increase my steps a little bit every day. Cause that was, that was the goal. And I'm a goal oriented kind of guy. Um, I think, I think that's primarily it. I mean, I think um, connecting with other people and whether it's some type of like business coach, life coach counselor that my wife and I would utilize, you know, together. Um, I think there's sometimes a stigma around getting, help professional help of, of any type. And, uh, I, for one think that especially coming out of a pandemic, everyone should have a counselor or a therapist to be able to connect to and just talk about the trauma that just happened. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> so I think all those things really helped me. And then just, um, honestly having my, my team and partners to bounce off of little, little text messages or, or emails here and there from our, our partners, letting us know how great of a job we're doing and, uh, connecting with my team and just seeing how well they are serving others, but still still being there for them as a human and as a friend first uh, as we get through this together. Um, just being able to talk, you know, to one another, uh, real real talk, I should say, not business talk. I think all those things kind of lent itself to helping me stay as even keeled as I could. The first twelve weeks, I'll admit, were honestly, I felt. 
<laughs> I felt like highs and lows every day. Um, I tried my best to put my, my best foot and best face forward, but I also tried to make sure that people knew that I was feeling a lot of the same feelings they were with uncertainty and frustration and, you know, uh, just sorrow of what we had and we've lost, but, you know, trying to stay in, 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 in ingrained in gratitude. Um, I guess the only other thing I should mention that I really tried to stick to was some type of daily gratitude. Um, I'm, I'm off and on with my meditation, but gratitude is something that on a daily basis, whether it's an internal thought as I start my day or a, I have the five minute journal, the really easy gratitude journal, um, where you can start and end your day with some good, some good positive notes. Uh, I really try to stay grounded in that and kept trying to keep myself on a more positive frequency. Um, so I could continue to get through this. Yeah, right. And that I think has been everyone's struggle. And some of the coaching that I've done with people is, you know, talk about 10 things that you're grateful for. And when you wake up that you are looking forward to just general grateful in your life, and 10 things at night, like what happened during the day, what were the what were you grateful for? And I think that it it does help us elevate our our vibrational frequency, right? And that just ties into everything. Otherwise, there's you know people can spiral downward, get mm-hmm. depression, and especially some people who were really socially isolated, people that live alone, that was really hard for them. And I think the other thing, John, is I went through that whole S1L5 thing. I have um, bone on bone. There is mm. I had a herniated disc. I went from doing figure competitions to that. To yeah. oh, I get to walk and do physical therapy now, <laughs> woohoo! And so yeah, so I I feel you. And and what's hard is that you layer pain on top of stuff that's going on. And if you if your pain threshold is high and you're not sleeping as well, your pain threshold hold goes even higher. Um, you feel the pain more more acutely. And then it's just this spiraling thing where you can't sleep very well and it affects your mood and it affects your outlook and our, our, the words that we speak and the things that we think, right. Which are all things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's, I thought it, I, I, I've been, I've been there. So <laughs> just, uh, like, it's like the perfect storm of several things all at once. Right. 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 That's what it but felt it, like. But, it, but I think what you, what you did is that what it sounds like is you just kind of went back to basics, right. Mm-hmm. This is like basic time with the family, basic, you know, and I think a lot of people have done that. They've just kind of, you know, I call it circling the wagons. Remember those old, you know, cowboy shows, you know, if you're under attack and they'd circle the, okay, time to circle the wagons, regroup, um, simplify, right? Simplify things, pivot and all all that's good. So um, I know that you probably have some things for the person at home. Some, someone, some of our listeners who, have what I call it is COVID butt for lack of a better word, right? It's, it's like a lot of us have been less than active. We've been maybe sitting more. We had fires last summer, right? So we couldn't yeah. go outside, couldn't oh, breathe fresh yeah. air. And how wonderful it was to go outside and say, yes. oh, fresh air finally. So there's some, maybe a few tips that you might have for people just to maybe, maybe if they haven't gotten started yet in something, mm-hmm. what, can, what can they do? I think the first thing is just uh, honestly commit to start. Uh, I think a lot of people, they overwhelm themselves with trying to get all the information, trying to make sure that it's a perfect time to start, trying to make sure they have all their, like, when am I going to go and what time is going to go? And there's, there's something to be said about some prior planning a little bit, but most people, I think it's just another 
procrastination of getting this thing done because they're a little bit fearful of well, what happens if I don't succeed, right? And I think so part of it is just just start, just start where you're at. Um, there's a great book. I think it's, I think it's Mel Robbins, uh, five, four, three, two, one. And her whole thing is, you know, she really helped change her life by just committing to take action. And so she would just, when she was sitting there for a second, not sure what she would do, she would count back in her head and then do the first thing that she knew she could. Um, and so I think for some people, it's like, just get up, right? Get up and go walk. I don't care if it's going to walk around the block once if five minutes, even if 45 minutes is better, five minutes is better than nothing. So mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people, it's just start where you're at and commit to doing something, the first thing. And uh, I think the second thing is don't be afraid to get some help. I mean, there's there's coaches and experts in every single field and you know, high-level athletes have a coach for a reason. Like even if they're making millions of dollars, they don't just rest on their laurels. They, they get a coach and they get better in the off-season, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, us normal kind of, consumers, we should all be the same. Like if there's something we want to get better at and improve in our lives, go get help. Right. And there's various levels of that. You can get, uh, you can spend a ton on some high level celebrity trainer that charges X amount. You can work with a local fitness studio. You can just start joining your gym, planet fitness, 10 bucks a month. You can work out with a friend that's free. I mean, there's so many levels of, you know, uh, accountability and, and, and mentorship that's available. You just have to be willing to go out and like make it happen. Um, so I think get help and then uh, redefine your expectations. Um, and you know, it's, it's funny to some people listening. They're like, wait, this fitness guy is not telling me any specific fitness things to go do. And it's because it's less about the fitness sometimes, more about what's going on up here. Mm -hmm. um, so if you commit to take action, if you get help and then you redefine your expectations, it doesn't mean you have to be complacent. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I think a lot of us, for example, I just had a, a, a chat with a young lady that wants to lose uh, 50 pounds. And to her, this is like, well, I need, I need to lose 50 pounds. And I'm like, okay, well, do you, do you want to lose 50 pounds? She's like, yes, no, I, I want to lose 50 pounds. And I'm like, okay, I, I feel like there's a little bit of hesitation there almost. And she said, well, I just, it's just a lot. I just know that it's going to take time. And I said, you're absolutely right. It is going to take time, which is, which is why I'm going to suggest that you don't focus on 50. You focus on five and you focus on a micro goal because five is achievable. Five feels like I'll go do that in a heartbeat. Five feels like you're excited to take action. And once you hit that five and that's done, well, you put a little tally on that and you start up the next five, right? And so when you create these micro goals, it gives this little stepping stone to success instead of looking up this huge staircase thinking, how am I going to go from here to there, right? That's daunting. That's, that's something that would make you just want to stop. Um, so if you can redefine your expectations and set better micro goals, then I think you'll find that there is a lot that you can take action on right now, whether it's doing a workout, going on a walk, or just improving your nutrition, that is actually a lot easier to execute than you may think. So those are probably my top, my top three things they can do now. Yeah, I think that makes such perfect sense. Otherwise, it just seems insurmountable, right? Like, how am I going to do that? And, and I think is what you know, also like during COVID or when people are going through trauma or say it's the holidays, like there are other times where it just is a little bit harder to focus on, okay, this weight goal, but there are so many other intangibles. Well, they are pretty tangible too, 
aside from weight, right? That is mm. a huge accomplishment, just like crowding out all the unhealthy foods. That's, you know, a good, a great step, right? And mm-hmm. that people can focus on and like, oh, I'm on day three. Look, I've, I've got two successful days on my belt. Why not, why not do a week, right? And it doesn't have yep. to be just this huge, huge thing. So I love that resetting expectations so that people are successful. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. I think everyone listening here can re- relate to that. I've got clients who want to lose a lot of weight and it's just like, you know, it's not it's not the weight. It's, you know, look at your health first, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes weight is kind of a consequence of, of well, extra calories and sedentary lifestyle and things like that. So, right. um, yeah, so that, that kind of brings me to, I know one of the things that you're doing right now is you're having a teacher appreciation. So yeah. tell me about what you're doing for the community and how that's coming along. I think you're just kicking that off this week, right? We are, yeah. So we love to just be engaged in our community. I think it's one thing to know that we're impacting the lives of the people that are a part of Method 3, the partners that are attending with us, but it's it's something that I think speaks to them and to us, which is how can we just serve our community at large? And throughout the pandemic, I'm I'm very proud of how throughout this thing, we didn't just show up to serve. We 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 showed up to serve and we um and we pivoted, but we also found ways to help other people besides just method three and partners and things like that. So in the very beginning, we did this online challenge that there was, it was paid, but you could select the level at which you were capable of paying like five to $200, $5 to $200. And we used uh, 50% of that pretty much just went to helping continue to fund our staffing. The other 50% went to buy gift cards from other local businesses that we then gave away as prizes during the challenge. Um, later on, we did stuff for, uh, feeding America. Um, we raised, uh, some funds for, uh, hundred black men of the Bay area, um, and kind of, uh, supporting black lives matters. And it, I'm just a variety of things that when I look back, I'm like, man, I'm, you know, normally I don't like to toot our own horn, but I'm really proud of like, we were going through one of the hardest times ever in the fitness industry. And yet we were still able to do these things. And so now uh, we're doing this thing for teachers. A lot of them in the Bay Area are going back to in-person school and it's very daunting. And uh, we have a lot of teachers at Method 3 that have been with us. A lot of them have been with us for a long time. And so it just felt like, um, I don't even know how to put it. I just, the right thing to do to just shower with a little bit of extra love and just say, hey, we see you, you know, and, and hopefully you know that we've seen you throughout this whole thing pivoting as well and trying to really engage our youth in this online uh, curriculum and education. And we know it's been super hard for you guys as well, just like it's been hard for online stuff for us. Um, But, you know, they didn't give up either and they know that their job is so important. And so I think it's one of those things where this little teacher appreciation, which for us right now is inviting in some new teachers um, and they get an entire month uh, of method three on us. Uh, and we have these little goodie bags we're super excited about. It's got like some skincare. It's got some, uh, some Tony's, uh, hot protein meals ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got some little bath salts and like a little mask and other things. And, um, uh, even a little thing, I think for, for nails, they can get like a manicure or pedicure. So, uh, <laughs> Perfect. If, if, if they want to, if they're, if they're there. Um, but it's just, uh, it's really exciting to be able to show. I think they were all really touched by the campaign by just being uh, supported and recognized. And uh, it's been great. It's been really great. So we're going to 
We're going to continue that through uh, the month of April or until we, I think there's already quite a few teachers that have reached out. So until we hit this number that we can handle um, and then uh, we'll switch gears. So, yeah, but it's been great. Yeah. Well, you know, we just, I think uh, what, what you're, what's coming up for me is that uh, we have this capacity to give more than we know. Mm-hmm. And in spite of uh, per, the, the, all this adversity, there's still more there, right? That we have such abundance. It's amazing what, what, what we can do. And uh, just, just to mention on an aside, my, one of my daughters, our second oldest is the principal at D- DCP downtown college prep. Yes. And I'm going to send her your way. She's starting up this next week and she's got an infant, <laughs> we have a new grandbaby. So she's been doing the whole thing from home. So I, I, I'll, I will just say right now, thank you, all of you teachers out there, all of you principals, assistants, people who are keeping our children educated and engaged. Yes. <laughs> it's just such yes. a such a hard thing. And, you know, we had four kids and I just remember on a rainy day, we'd take them to like the convention center with these little bouncy balls and like, okay, go at it, get your energies yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, oh my gosh, trying to imagine people with children at home right now. And yes. that's hard for the parents. And so bless these teachers, all of you, mm-hmm. just, just from our, our hearts to yours. So what's yes. on your horizon? What are you anticipating the next, say, I know sometimes it's day to day, but the next few weeks, the next few months, yeah. um, your thoughts? You know, we're just trying to really make sure that we're doing the best we can with what we've got right now. So kind of trying to, are there ways we can improve our online experience here and there? Are there ways that we can improve our, our outdoor groups or in-person personal training, you know, indoors with masks, ways to make it more convenient, more accessible, uh, more fun, safer, just little things like that as we kind of look at all of our processes and um, connect with our partners. Uh, ways that we continue to engage our, our people. We actually have uh, something coming up here, I think in just over a week is uh, Method 3 Bingo. And this is something that partners are used to in pre-pandemic times. And so I think they're going to be really excited to see something that's like, oh my gosh, it feels like this is like nostalgic for me. It feels like we were here because we were like a while ago. Um, and that's always really, really fun because it's like little things on, uh, there's various components and squares you have to complete that, imp- that include things on improving the way you move, eat, and think. So you've got to write down one of your goals. You've got to have a goal meeting with the coach. You've got to log your food for a week and show it to us. You've got to do uh, like a well fit for time. And then I think a week later, you got to do a second one and see if you can beat your first time and just little things like that. And um, I think people are really excited. We always have little fun prizes that we do, but it's a great engagement piece to continue to make fitness fun, which is important for us, right? Whether it's fun exercises, fun coaching, us coaches cracking, you know, corny jokes, whatever it is. Um, But the bingo will be fun. So that's kind of immediate on the horizon. And I think past that, it's, navigating what uh, is still an ever-evolving situation. We uh, are pretty limited in the fitness industry in terms of uh, capacity uh, constraints and requirements. So kind of just continue to navigate that as a community and doing our best to bridge the gap as we slowly come back indoors and, and figuring out what that looks like. But if it's one thing that I am certain of is I knew we had... It's all good, John. It's all good. Take your time. 
You make me tear up, young man. <laughs> I knew we had a strong community before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think having gone through this, Ooh, I am in awe of just how much we all came together and the love that's been shown all the ways um, between us coaches, the partners in themselves, vice versa. And I just, so if it's one thing I'm certain of, even if there's a lot of evolving change and, 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 and interesting decisions on, do we go indoors, but it's indoors with a mask. And I see Newsom had a press conference today and he's saying that in June 15th, everything can almost go back to normal, but, but with, but not really. And it's like, well, what does that mean? So if it's one thing I'm certain of, it's that this community is legitimately the strongest thing that I've ever been a part of. And I know that we'll, we'll just get through it together. So whatever, whatever gets thrown at us, it's going to be like, okay, we'll take it into consideration. We'll connect with each other. We'll figure out the best path forward mm-hmm. and, and we'll go there and it'll all be okay. Um, so that's, that's what I know. And, and I think the one thing I'm just so looking forward to, and because June is typically our anniversary, like special month that we all celebrate. And we have like a, in years past, we've had, you know, we, we go to a park and we have a food truck and a bounce house and all these things. And I'm, I don't know what that's going to look like this year, but I know it's not going to be in June, but I, I am really looking forward to the time, hopefully late summer, early fall that we can actually celebrate together because I want nothing more than to, if I can't give them a hug, then at least I can actually see them all and just vocally and verbally tell everyone how appreciative and grateful I am. Yeah, that's really powerful, powerful stuff, powerful emotions. Um, It just, it just is amazing to me how just there's so much unity and I think unity is my keyword for this for this year. Um, it is bringing people together, all kinds of people with with unconditional love and support. And you know, you never know what somebody is going through unless they share it. We don't we don't always have that ability to just intuitively understand and have that have that empathy. But I think the way you described things and what you've been through is. It, that is more powerful than I realized, John. I really didn't know the depths of, and when I say depths, I don't mean down. I just mean yeah. the layers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the yeah. layers, the layers uh, sideways <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> that, um, you know, that you have all persevered through. So it's, it's just incredible. And, and, you know, I just think things will get better from here. And it's just, I think this last year has taught everybody whether um, you know whether you own a business or or you don't is just to be adaptable, just open minded, go with the flow, trust your intuition, um, do your best, be be kind and considerate and caring for people, bring them along, lift them up. Like everybody needs that on occasion. And I love how you said, don't, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help, you know, for, from, for professional help or help from uh, organizations or friends or whatever, you know, Hey, can you come on a walk with me? You know, can you, I have a girlfriend who is bedridden and she 
can barely talk. She's been in bed for about two years. And she called me the other, she texted me the other night She can, and she can barely see. And she's young. She's like in her forties. She said, mm. Tony, can you call me and just talk to me? I, I can't talk, but I can listen. And I called her on the phone and it was like 20 minutes of talking about how I'm always there with her in spirit and how she's never really alone and how loved she is and there are angels around her and she's, yeah. you know, she's so loved. And, you know, everything that happens on this earth is, this is, this is our big playhouse. This is where we learn lots and lots of lessons and yeah. we experience all these different emotions. And John, you, a plus, John, we're talking about teacher <laughs> grades, A plus for you. <laughs> that's so cool so how how can our listeners um engage with you after the fact do you have online things can people come to method three contact you like i strongly encourage anybody that you know wants some inspiration elevation being part of a community where you are really part of the family to reach out to john or some uh sue whomever uh, but how how can people yeah. reach you, John? So I think the easiest way is just you can go to our website, method the number three, and then fitness.com. Uh, you can look around, make sure that you kind of like what you're seeing. Uh, and then there's a little pop-up or even a button that says just request more information. And if you just put your information in there, we'll reach out to you pretty quickly um, and connect with you. And, and we do things a little bit, you know, different and unique than other places. I think it's, it's less about, um, Hey, great. Come in and join. Here are the plans. Like here's a little laminated sheet. We take a lot of time with people up front before they even join, just to make sure it's a right fit for both of us. So we'll have a phone call for a few minutes. We'll make sure there's a good dialogue there. Make sure that your goals align with what we do. And, and if they don't, then usually we can refer you somewhere, but if they do, then the next step is we set up a, a goal strategy meeting. And that's usually usually with me, but can be with some of my other staff too. 30 to 40 minutes where we kind of do a deep dive into your goals and not just what they are and why you want to achieve them, but what's prevented you from achieving them. And it really just helps set the framework for, you know, or the roadmap, I would even say, I guess, of where you are and where you want to go and how you're going to get there. You know, hopefully with our help, if it makes sense. Um, because most people I find don't stop. And it's not saying you, I, again, I want you to take action so you don't have to do this, but I find that most people don't stop to ask themselves a lot of these questions that I think are pretty powerful to get the answers to, because it can really increase the levels of motivation and commitment for a lot of people to get there. Um, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a longer process, but to be honest, it, it serves us well and it serves the incoming person well. And it makes sure that they feel that like, cool, this is the right decision for me to join this Method 3 Fitness family and community. So website's the easiest way, but you can try to find us on uh, Facebook or Instagram or Yelp if you want to read some of these fantastic stories that people have written. I just absolutely love it because... I can talk about how fantastic we are. It's all blue in the face, but <laughs> I, I mm-hmm. think it's so much more powerful when you get to read stories uh, from your peers, you know, about their experience and uh, something will resonate with one of you as you're reading them and uh, hopefully, and then if that's the case, then you'll have a way to reach out. That's excellent. Really good. And, you know, Yelp is, is a great way to hear all those amazing stories. People 
people are very, um, I think, straightforward and genuine about mm-hmm. it. So that's really good. So yeah, so you have shown such resilience and tenacity and perseverance and and now faith for the future, right? We have that yes. in store for us, but it's always, always good to have that center, front and center. So thank you, John, so very much. You are an amazing person and I just admire uh Again, you're just authenticity and uh, and how you lead people, and you're a very strong, bright light, as in yep. <laughs> the beautiful painting of the, I think it's called the Cathedral of Light behind me. It's an energy. I like it. It's I, really nice. It's cool. Energy artist Julia, I'll give her a little plug. <laughs> yes, so, yes. She's great, so. too. All right, well, John, thank you. Thank you for you. having me. I appreciate it, Tony. Yeah, thank you so much, and much success to you. Thank you for joining Tony Talks Humanity Matters with John Herringer from Method 3. Hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. Be sure to subscribe and we will see you on the next one. From my heart to yours. Bye-bye.